Hi, it's Jess here. I'm the host of Brave Little Podcast, and this is a Brave Little Unplanned episode. I felt compelled to make this today because I needed to hear it, and I think you probably do too. If you're feeling like things are scary and confusing and oppressive and overwhelming right now, and you can't work out how to cope or what to do, then stick with me. I've got a little roadmap for you. Life is hard right now. I'm talking about your life, you. Things are happening in your day-to-day world that are difficult, stressful, upsetting. At home, at work, in your relationships, your friendships, or your family. Maybe there are also things happening that are harrowing, traumatic, changing you forever in ways that you didn't want and would not have chosen for yourself. In a way, that's life. It's true for all of us, at some points more than others. There's also joy, love, friendship, family, our pets, blue skies, the sea. Hard things are always there, and they're always hard. But I want to point out to you that at the moment, they're happening against a backdrop that isn't normal. There are things, so many things, happening in the world right now that are violent and wrong and hard to look away from. If, like me, you have the privilege not to be experiencing them firsthand, then you're looking at them unfold on your phone screen, your TV, in WhatsApp groups and on the streets. Whatever you believe, there are people who believe the opposite, strongly and violently, and you're confronted with that often. Sometimes it's upsetting, sometimes it's scary. Maybe there are people who believe that because of who you are, you aren't entitled to the same humanity as everyone else. There's a price we pay for having access to all this information and all these opinions immediately, in our pockets and in our homes. I say that this backdrop isn't normal, not because I don't know that there's always been this kind of violence in the world, but because I want you to understand that the combined weight of things at the moment is not normal, and it's impacting the way that you cope with the day-to-day things that crop up in your life. It's not just the news in the atmosphere right now that's having an impact either. From 2010 until 2020, we went through a decade of austerity. It got harder to access services that we needed. Our mental health got worse, people died. Wages stagnated, lots of us got materially poorer. We started seeing more and more homeless people on the streets. Then, we lived through a global pandemic. We were shut in our homes, lots of us lost loved ones. Some of us are still ill. I live with a constant, low-level anxiety that the people I love are gonna die. I don't want to bring that back for you now. I just want you to understand the magnitude of what you have been through recently. It's no wonder things feel overwhelming. Today, we're in a cost of living crisis. Food costs more, heating is a luxury. Things that held us together a decade ago are falling apart. It's possible or even probable that you're struggling to get a GP appointment or see a dentist. I'm saying this not to make you miserable, but to make you understand that whatever you're feeling is an appropriate response to what's going on around you. There's a lot of hate and anger in the world, and as much as you might not want to admit it, maybe you're feeling it too. I am. Sometimes I feel so full of hate that it knocks the breath out of me. I don't want that. I don't want to carry it around. Acting from that place doesn't get me closer to the things that I want but it's there, sitting on my chest. A permanent resentment for the people with the power who could change the things that are happening, but choose not to. I am not handling this well, so I can't speak to you from the other side. (laughs) 
I've been knocked off my feet recently. Some of the worst things I've lived through, I've lived through this year. But this morning, I went for a run, and as I plodded along, I realised that really, I know what I need to do, even if I'm not doing it yet. I think you probably know it too, but sometimes it helps to hear it. So here's what I'm going to tell you to do. One, acknowledge it. You need to acknowledge everything that's going on for you. All the hurt and the fear and the sadness and the loss. Maybe you're feeling like a really small fish in a really big pond. Acknowledge it. And crucially, acknowledge that it's a totally reasonable and rational response to everything that's going on around you. Stop beating yourself up for how you're feeling. Two, put your own life jacket on. This is so boring to hear, but people say it because it's true. You can't support your family if you're ill with stress. You can't get to a demonstration if you can't get out of bed. You can't donate money to the causes that you care about if you can't do your job. Stop trying to do those things just for a minute while you meet your own basic needs. So to start with, find the bare minimum things you need to do to cope and do them as a priority before you do anything else. It might help to write them down. You need to eat and nourish yourself, drink enough water, get enough sleep. You need to find people to talk to, friends, family, your partner, a counsellor, someone who understands whatever it is you're going through. Spend some time with people you love. Loneliness is bad for you, and what's bad for you is bad for everyone else too. You need to get some fresh air and some kind of exercise. Walking or rolling around the park, maybe a bike ride, maybe a jog. This isn't a luxury, it's science. We need these things to be able to do the other things, the things we want to do. You don't need to feel guilty. Doing this is how you help yourself so that you can help other people around you. Three, safeguard yourself from too much information. I can't tell you the extent to which I do not have this down in my own life. I'm in the trenches with you, trying to work out how to limit what I consume in a world where I live and work online. But we need to do it. Limit your screen time. Limit your news sources. Stop comparing yourself to people online. And for the love of God, stop refreshing your news app. It's not helping you and it's not helping anyone else. You can stay informed without overwhelming yourself. Fact check the things that you see on social media. I've seen so much well-meaning but false information being shared recently by people who I look up to and admire. Don't be part of that. Four, make a plan for how you can help. I cannot stress this enough. There will be a limit to what you can do for the people and causes you care about, whether it's people in your life, people from a different community, people across the seas. There is always a limit to how much we can help one another. Remember that and don't beat yourself up when you find it. Write down the resources that you've got for other people. Maybe it's time, maybe it's money, maybe it's a skill that can be helpful. Maybe it's just a listening ear and a lot of empathy. Work out how much of that you can offer, then offer it. You can write this down too. And remember, be boundaried with yourself. You're no use to anyone if you've burned through all your resources. Go steady. Five, go easy on yourself. It's tempting to feel angry at the universe and to turn it in on yourself, but don't do that. You're feeling these feelings because you care about other people in your life. You care about the state of the world. The key things to remember are, you've been through and are going through an awful lot. It is totally reasonable and appropriate to be feeling the way that you're feeling. Do yourself a kindness and acknowledge it. 
put your own life jacket on. Write down the things you need to cope and make sure you give them to yourself where you can. Protect yourself from too much information. It's overwhelming your lovely brain. Make a plan for how you can help. What are your resources and how can you allocate them? Remember, you're no use to anyone when they're out. Go easy on yourself. You're lovely. Keep caring. But also, go back to bed if you need to. Keep reading that book you're enjoying. Keep listening to that song you like. You're doing great and you're doing it against the odds. I'll be back on Thursday with a normal episode of Brave Little Podcast. It's an interview with the wonderful Hannah Simpson from Mac Daddy Illustration about how brave you have to be to rescue a pet and what it's like to love a dog with extra needs. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you follow and give it a rating. It makes a big difference to how many people see and hear it, and it will ultimately decide whether or not I'm able to make future seasons. As always, thank you for all of your love and support and see you back here on Thursday. 